the Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is the SWB. Couple old pals just doing a little podcast thing. Former T. Gorho. <laughs> Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. And uh, yeah, we got lots to get to today. Ryan Reynolds has decided he does not want to be an Ottawa Senator's owner. At least the... Pulled his pin. Yeah. Pulled the pin. Yeah. A pin. Yeah. I don't know if he pulled a pin. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Well, fired up, Stevie. Oh, yeah. I can tell. I can tell. I I think what we should do is uh, it reminds me... You know, we've done, I think, 700, 900 shows, seven, nine. I forget how many. We just, we just passed the 900 mark and both of us forgot about it. Yeah, we forgot about it. And we should uh, we should piece together every intro that you've done with every show. Right. Right. And that would be the worst one I just did there. <laughs> one of the funniest bits, Stevie, one of the funniest bits was speaking of, you know, you'd have to have two seconds from every intro and it would be 1,800 seconds, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, Um uh, one of the funniest bits, Steve, was the uh, ADD hour that a radio station I worked at did at Cave Rock. Is <laughs> they played, uh, or they called it? It was a tribute to anyone with ADD, uh-huh. and they played something like like 150 songs in six minutes, like a bit. <laughs> <laughs> And that probably uh, wouldn't fly today. That would upset. No, sure. cripes, you couldn't yeah. freaking do it today. No, you know? no exactly. You're making uh, fun of me, yeah, but it's just a joke. Uh, two things, Stevie. Yes, sir. Uh, I posted on my Instagram. Uh, life is over as I know it. No, oh, no. What happened? Yeah. Um, you might even cancel the podcast. Uh oh. Because I because I give you a hard time, you know, about your fashion sense. Mm-hmm. You know, from time to time. Sure. Right, you're old fashioned, right? You got old clothes, you know. You never buy anything freaking new, you know. No, um, it's not true. But so, go ahead. so I I jump in there and you know I lambaste you, you know, with mm-hmm. with me being the pillar, Steve. You know, of clothing. Oh yeah, you're quite a clothing maven for sure. I left my house today, Steve, in pajama pants. Yeah, well, you've been <laughs> complaining about people like do that do that. And now you're doing it. I did it. I did it, Stevie. Yeah. Not good. No, not good. I was even I was even driving along, Steve, going, You're disgusting. hmm You know what? You know what, pajama I, I, I just started wearing them this year after Christmas. My daughter gave me some pajama pants. So they 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 don't get washed very often, right, Steve? You think you're gonna wash them, right? And you go, Well, no, I gotta wear them tonight. I can't. Oh, they're can't filthy too. Okay, good. Yeah, they get filthy. <laughs> Anyway, not a strong day, Stevie. Not a strong day. No, wearing, okay. wearing pajama pants, so not good. However, I got a new vacuum. Nice. Yep. I went to, uh, I was whipping through Walmart the other day because I had nothing to do. Okay. Uh, I just thought I'm going to walk through Walmart. And uh, <laughs> Tell me you I, got a I, Dyson. I, no, I didn't get a Dyson. I didn't oh. spend the cash. I didn't spend the cash. I got a Bissell, Stevie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rechargeable. Very, very handy, very light, very maneuverable. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's got a, it's got sort of this collapsible handle, Steve, too, when you're, whoosh, 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 and when you crack the handle down, Steve, you can slide the thing in underneath a bed. And it picks up everything under the bed. Right. 
Old condoms and stuff, Steve. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's a wet vac. <laughs> it's a uh, wet dry vac. <laughs> uh, show's over. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Yeah. Boom, boom. Vacuums. Vacuums. Back to vacuums. Yeah, it's a fantastic look. I don't know, it's like 120 bucks. You know, vacuums are expensive, Steve. They're like grand wow. or two, you know. Buy well, we buy di- we buy the Dyson. I know all about that. The, anyway, the big feature, Stevie, long overdue is the cordless. Right? You don't have to pull out the freaking cord and Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, people have been trying to sell me one. Steve has got, it's got a retractable hose. I said, that's, that, that is not a selling feature at all. <laughs> so what? Yeah. You know? How about no hose? Yeah. How about no hose? Yeah. Anyway, it's a big day, Stevie. Well, it's good. You, uh, now you can uh, do some vacuuming. The brush, Steve. Yeah. yeah. I've got to unclog the brush. Maybe get some laundry detergent now and wash your pants. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> make it a clean sweep. Yeah. Uh, all I was right. going to make a couple of slingshots, Steve, with the stuff I found under the bed. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I was hoping we'd moved on. <laughs> all right, we're good. Okay, let's yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And I want to say thank you, by the way. Uh, we went from a daily show to a weekly show, and we've had some uh, great Patreon members who have uh, who stuck through, uh, who've, uh, yeah. who've made that transition with us. So we appreciate everybody, including uh, our our uh, you know, our biggest backers, like Henry Backer. Uh, Bill oh, yeah. Grease, Jimmy Fatty, you know Jimmy Fatty, good of friend course. of the show, a uh, good friend yeah. for a long time. Michael Pearson, G Money, George Valenzuela, who uh, we worked with for a little while. He was at CFRA for a bit. Uh, Marcus Von B, Mark D, Matthew from Blackburn Hamlet, and everybody else who is a Patreon member. Uh, we really appreciate it. SteveWProject.com if you have any interest in yeah. giving the show a little shot. And uh, speaking of which as well, uh, I went out, uh, had some breakfast today with Jason K from Jim K Ford got uh, all caught up with him. Did you suck up enough? What do you mean? Well, you got to make sure don't ever, don't ever, Steve, underestimate the power of sucking up. Don't <laughs> no, we had a nice, we had, we had a nice breakfast, and uh, as two friends do, and just talked about the world. We had some things to say about you. I don't mind telling oh. you. So, oh, some things oh. were said. <laughs> Some things we're oh, saying. Don't, anyway. don't say it that way. You sound like that boomsy guy. Whatever. Oh, really? Uh, oh, fuck. He's awful. Uh, oh, you're talking name? about Dan O'Toole? Yeah, Dan O'Toole. It's just why are you uh, trying to start a feud with Dan O'Toole from formerly? Well, he just, he, 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 Stevie, he's a cross between. Okay, when you listen, I've told you to listen to him. Okay, I haven't yet. And okay, and uh, he's a cross between every every sentence that he says, Steve. Okay, is a cross between, yeah, Maple Leafs game, yeah, Boomsies. Okay, the whole show, Steve. Oh, he's a cross between Scooby Doo and and Jimmy Durante. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, anyway. Knock it off. I was trying. I was even going to text him. I know. I'm, we. I, I don't know if we interviewed him at all over the years, but I think so. yeah, Steve. He does this. Welcome to Boomsies. 
Right. Okay. I I get that for the little bit of an intro, Steve, a little bit of an effect, you know, coming in oh, yeah, that shit. I'd like to see him in a gambling ad just one time. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Him and Jerome Bettis. And oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. He's found that. It's uh, it's all good. Uh, moving right now, Before along. you talk about the Leafs, Stevie. Ryan Reynolds will be first, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know, every, I, we may have brought this up on the last show because I've been doing a little research. Uh-huh. And everyone's on the Leafs because they haven't won the cup since 1967. If you go down the list of NHL teams, Steve, Everyone, everyone talks like, yeah, well, the Leafs, you know, the Leafs are sh- this and that and terrible. They talk like every other team in the league, Steve, has won the Stanley Cup three or four times in the last 50 years. Right. Okay? So, in fairness to your Toronto Maple Leafs, Steve, Islanders, when did they win it last? They had the 19, run there. In- 1983. Okay. So, it's been uh, 17, so it's been 40 years, Steve, mm-hmm. since the Islanders have won. Right. Okay. When did Winnipeg win the cup, Steve? Never. Never. Okay. I think Anaheim won it once. I don't think San Jose has ever won the cup. Yeah, but they're fairly young franchises. Nobody no, touches, yeah. nobody touches the Leafs. Vancouver, Steve? Vancouver mm-hmm. might be pretty close. They've, they've been around a long time. They might be 50 years, Stevie. 53. Without a cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the list. The Leafs, 55, are your leaders. Buffalo yep. and Vancouver are next. They were expansion cousins in 1971. They have a 53-year drought. They've never won. The yes. Philadelphia Flyers, 48. Arizona, 44. Islanders, 39. And, and so it goes. There's, every, yeah. Most teams have a good long drought of yes. uh, 20 years minimum. So you back down, pal, about the Toronto Maple Leafs not performing. What, are you high? <laughs> Why don't you ask the birds not to sing? What are you running drugs, Jimmy? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you on the crack, you on the pipe. Ah, <laughs> uh, when two guys go for the same. Anyway, yeah, it's, you know what? It's valid. It's valid. No, no, there'll be no defending the Toronto Maple Leafs on this program, my friend. We have a blue team elimination watch on right now. So, uh, I know the Leafs. They absolutely, uh, you know, they should have gone in a sweep, but uh, they won a game, yeah. so they won't be swept. And uh, in a moment, we're actually recording this on Friday night. Face-off is mere moments away, and uh, they're trying to stay alive once again. Can they become one of the very few teams ever to come back from a 3 nothing deficit? Yeah. It's happened a few there's times. Two, yeah, I, I know it has. There, there's a couple of things, Stevie. Um, you know, I think you and I were talking you know that 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 Rusty always says. You know the Edmonton Oilers. You can't you can't do it with two guys. You can't do it with one line. Uh, but but they're tied to all. They're, they they play tonight, and they're winning these uh, games, Steve, with one line. Right. Okay. There's been a bit of secondary scoring, but but they're winning it with with Drysital. Okay, in that line. Uh, conversely, you know everyone says you need the secondary scoring. Carolina is the first team through, Steve. Okay. Right. I don't <laughs> think they have a first line. I think I think their first line's like wiped out. Yeah, they got a lot of injuries right now. There's no yeah. doubt about that. And they're the first guys through. Yeah. So, what's my point, Steve? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Save me, Steve. I'm going. Under. Well, I think no, no. I think that you can win either way with right. your one line only. So far, anyway. So far. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Carolina's uh, just a really deep team, and they've knocked on the door and on a number of occasions in the Rod Brindamore era. I right. love Rod, Rod Brindamore as a coach. 
He's just one of those guys that still has kind of a player mentality to him and understands the players. Looks like he could suit up and get out there, kind of like Marty St. Louis that way. And uh, I just I just like him as a coach, and I like the makeup of that team, and I like their experience. I really think that in most cases, you've got to get pretty damn close. And Carolina's been to some recent conference finals. you got to get there, get close, and feel the sting of being that close and that you know, right. to the dream and all that stuff. And I think that serves you well moving forward. You know, you can't take a shift off. You know that. You understand that better once you've been so close and failed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Carolina's won before, though. They beat Edmonton in two, 2006. They certainly did. But I'm talking about the right. Rod Brindamore Carolina Hurricanes. They've been knocking on the door for a while. They've been good for a while. Right. Despite that ridiculous storm surge that they do at the end, I still think that's a, a little yeah, bit silly and undignified for the, the professional ranks. Boo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Clapping we, their hands. Uh, you know, you know, who's got their number though, Stevie. Of course, um, uh, was uh, Florida. Okay, um, what's his face? Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Is it Matthew who plays yes. for Florida? Or, that's uh, right. Matthew uh, plays for Florida. Stevie. He keeps he keeps going into the press. Keeps coming when he does his pressers. His little scrum, Stevie. Mm-hmm. He is pouring it on with, don't forget, we're not even supposed to win a game. Right. Okay. And he was rubbing that in in the first series, right? Because they had to play Boston, right? He's going, don't forget when they, when they, you know, he's done it the whole time, Stevie. Still says it after, you know, with the, with the, uh, with the Leafs. Huh? Yep. Yep. No, they're yeah, going to get, don't forget we're not supposed to win. I mean, he's just fucking digging, 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 you know? Yeah, well, every cool. interview that I saw him in in the first round against Boston, he kept saying that the Bruins are the greatest team I know. that's ever <laughs> been in the NHL's history. And by and by wins, they certainly are one of the best. No doubt about that. But he kept bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. And almost self-motivating and almost taking a little jab at them like, oh, you guys are so good. I guess we should just bow down to you guys and try to just try to remind everybody. And sometimes that... I, I don't know if it does or not, but it maybe puts a little pressure back on Boston to be reminded again and again that they're the best and they can't possibly lose to a team like the Panthers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You better be careful, though, pal. You know, he, I think he did it after they went up three zip, too, right? And then, of course, they lose that game. So it's yeah. easy, easy now, Matty, if I'm in the yeah. locker room with him. Easy, yeah. fella. Easy. Okay. Let's shut yeah. the door here first before you start to, you know. Yeah. So I think they're reindeer games in the press. Yeah, I think they're still in great shape, obviously. But if it ends up going to three two, that's when you'll start to feel a little bit of nerves. No question about that. And Carolina awaits the winner there. And the other series, as you mentioned, Vegas and Edmonton, as we speak right now, tied at two. Seattle and Dallas, the Stars, right now up three two on the Kraken. What did you think? Speaking of Kraken, of that slash on Drysaddle at the end of Game Four. I don't know if you saw this thing, but uh, Alex Petrangelo of the Vegas Golden Knights comes over and Drysidle skating down the right wing, and he's uh, deep in Vegas's zone. And uh, I think the the, the the like the empty net is happening there, and then the puck ends up behind the net. He loses it. He can go one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and he, Petrangelo comes over with this like vicious over the head sledgehammer style swing right down on Drysidle's wrists. I know. And I I was thinking, well, he's out for the series at least. Three games at least. That's fair. We had bunting for the Leafs. You know, kind of do a a reverse check on Chernak in the first round against Tampa. He had three games. So I'm saying, okay, that's got to be three games then at least. 
one game for that. What it's a, that's as clear an intent to injury as you'll ever see. Absolutely, you know, it's like when I saw him and go, "Well, this Petrangelo, he's a he's an axe thrower, Stevie, <laughs> right? He's doing the axe throwing, right? Yeah. So, couple couple things there. One one was one was that Drysaddle handled it really well in the press, right? Um, yeah, only getting the one game, and and when you look at Darnell Nurse in the same game, I did, I didn't know this by the way that if you instigate a fight in the last five minutes of a game. You you get a game misconduct. That like is correct. Yep. The next game you're out. Yeah, that uh, is not a commonly known rule, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so that's what happens to nurse. Um. Yeah, I, I I agree. Right. I agree. It's like, you, you, I don't know what could be a bigger example of it when yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Maybe know, maybe sorely. maybe taking maybe taking your skate off, Steve, and then running by the bench <laughs> and cutting everyone's throat. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe, you know, that might be up there. Game That's got to get you a game or two, I would think. Yeah. Um, the other thing is Oilers, my Oilers. Uh, Connor McDavid then takes it upon himself to go run a Petrangelo. Yep. Okay. Where the fuck are the other guys? Why Why? Why is that happening? For a long time, Steve, he was there on his own, sticking up for Dreisaitl. This is, you know, as Rusty always called him, the Fabergé egg. Okay, get over there in a hurry. <laughs> So yep. anyway, I, 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 I don't know, Stevie, what do you do? Right. What do you do? Playoffs. Uh, I, you know, I saw a bunch of stuff online, right? Like some, we've always talked about this too, Steve, that what, what you're doing is opening it up for a fourth liner to come on. Right. And, 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 and go chop Eichel. A hundred percent. I think that's right? what you got. Uh, you got to, you know, there's uh Petrangelo is a nice defenseman, obviously. He's key guy. But mm-hmm. uh, there are other guys you could go after. And uh, there was a bit of that, though. I mean, Mark Stone took a big cross check in the back in the game. It's an angry series. It's feisty. It's mean. And this is the kind of stuff that happens. But I want to go back to your point, though, about McDavid having to settle yeah. the score and, and try and deal with that. How things have changed. Like You were ringside for the Dynasty Oiler years. Can you yeah. imagine Gretzky having to go over uh, – they say Yari Curry gets slashed like that, and then Gretzky has to go over and and uh, and take care of business. And <laughs> they, all the all the goons that the Oilers had to deal with those particular situations, the times they have changed, I would say. Stevie, in those days, okay, Wayne, Wayne could be on the ice, Steve. The play's blown dead, and he could he could Wayne could move to adjust his helmet, okay. Just moved to adjust his helmet, and Semenko would come flying in and beat the shit out of a guy, right? And Wayne be going, "I was just, I was just adjusting my helmet." <laughs> yeah, well, we don't need that shit out here from these guys, Wayne. We don't need these guys forcing you to adjust your helmet. Exactly, for sure, right? You didn't come close to that guy. Yeah, not, not like not a. You didn't even brush up against him, Steve. Yeah, you know. In fact, some of those games, you and I remember interviewing Semenko. Um, you, you'll remember that day when, and you know, God, God rest his soul. We were, we were good friends. We were good friends over the years. We hung out a lot. We did a lot of gigs together. And when he came on, you know, in that low, good morning, gentlemen, right? That's mm-hmm. how he talked. And then we asked him, what, what is it when you're saying to a guy before the pucks even dropped and you're talking to him and, and then you might see a fight, you might not, you know, what st- sort of stage fighting, I guess. Mm-hmm. I said, what's, what, what's going on there? Take us inside. Right. And he said, well, I would just go out and speak to the young man and, and because my, he may have been crowding the great one a little bit, Steve. 
uh, from the previous game, maybe a little shift before. Yeah. And I would just introduce myself to the young man and I would inquire as to how long he intends in keeping that up. And depending on his answer would be, remember that? Remember yeah, that? absolutely. Yeah. Sound uh, like a very dignified gentleman in the way he handled that sort of thing. And Yeah, all, but, and, but he would just punch a guy out before yeah. the start of a game going, just, yeah. just to make it clear, okay? Don't, don't go near Yari. Don't go near Wayne. You know, Mess could handle himself a little different, you know, but uh, don't go near Paul Coffey, right? There's yeah. a bunch of guys. So, yeah, and the thing never would have happened. Never would have happened. And I, I hope they look at that video. You, you freaking wimps, Oilers, you know? Yeah. Someone get in there. Someone get in there, you know? Yeah. And there'll be people that are yelling at their device right now saying, oh, well, it's not the Stone Age anymore, boys. The game's changed and everything. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I find it irritating now that, you know, it, it, there's, there's been tons and tons of changes and player safety has been paramount. But what, what gets kind of lost in, in the mix, in the shuffle, if you go back and talk to any of those guys from that era, or any players all the way along. I mean, certainly nobody wants to see anyone get hurt, but everybody knew what they signed up for, whether it's today or back then. They're getting paid extremely well. They accepted the risk when they started, and they've never complained once anywhere along the way about most of this stuff. Now, the, there's stuff like what Peter Angelo or Petrangelo did to Drysidle. That will never be acceptable. But as far as the right. fighting goes and protecting your teammates... I don't think anybody's ever complained about that from a player standpoint. With life moving so fast, don't you wish you could just freeze time? Well, that's what Jim K. Ford is doing for you because right now, when you custom order a new 2023 Ford Explorer from Jim K., you can lock in your factory order bonus of up to $1,000. And if there's a better incentive when you take delivery, you can choose that instead. It's that simple. Start your journey today at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes! If you're looking to buy or sell a home, the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team can help. Glenn helped me sell a home a couple of years ago, and one of the things he took care of was the staging, which is crucial. I mean, and especially in this market, you have to stage in this market. You have to present the homes online well because buyers' expectations have changed, and they're so knowledgeable now. They go online, and they can see the photos. If they don't like the photos and it doesn't present well online, they're not going to go see the home. Find out more from Glenn online today, glennwalton.com. Anyway, good series. It's a start of a rivalry for sure. Yeah, the they hate each other. They really, really hate each other. And I think that uh, if Toronto gets one more game under their belt, that one's going to get crazy too. So uh, we shall see how it goes. Here in town, though, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Looks like his bid has uh, come to a halt. Uh, the Canadian actor was believed to be attached to a group out of Toronto, a, I guess a, a developer called the Remington Group. And uh, right. I was always curious why he would, with all the groups that were in this thing, what was it about the Remington Group that got him so fired up to join forces with them rather mm-hmm. than rather than sit back and tell them all, I'm a free agent here. When you know, Once the winner comes along, um, uh, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to jump on with the winning bid. I was always curious why he tied his wagon to one particular group. Anyway, ESPN reporting according to their sources, that it appears that he is out as the prospective owner, one of the prospective owners of the Ottawa Senators. Um, I guess that uh, the way it was worded was something along the lines of it will not proceed. doesn't sound very final necessarily. Like it could be, it will not proceed for now. You know, this might be a last second deal. Like 
you're trying to buy a car, you're down to the final straws, you're not really happy with the last thing. Oh, I wanted the right. I, I wanted the heated seats. I'm out of here. I'm taking my business elsewhere. And then you fake leave right. as, a, as a negotiating ta- tactic. That might be what's happening here. I don't know. But uh, I think a lot of Sens fans were certainly disappointed to hear the news that uh, he may be out as the owner. You know, I, I read a piece, Stevie, um, associated with that. Uh, a couple of things, right? Because we've been talking about it going, okay, why are these guys doing it? You know, why are these, why are these celebrities uh, you know, jumping in. We know what Reynolds did with a fellow actor there, the guy from the office. Uh, you know, and they bought that that football club, right? And and not the office. Show. It's it's uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Rob McElhenney. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Totally uh, different show, but okay. It's always sunny in the office. Whatever <laughs> that was the original title, Steve. Okay, I love that so, show. So, uh, whoever wrote this piece, I I meant to write her name down, Steve. So. I've been, you know, I'm saying why and all that stuff, right? And, and we're going, and everyone's looking at each other. Oh, it's got to be for the money, huh? And and everyone's like, well, yeah, that's the obvious, right? That's money, and uh, franchises are going through. And then this girl writes, "Why?" This big headline, Steve. Why are celebrities looking interested and bidding on professional sports teams, mm-hmm. Steve? And she goes, "There's only this will this will surprise you, Steve." Uh no, that can't that can't make sense. There's only how many I don't know how many sports franchises you can, you can buy, but basketball, football, base I don't know, less than a hundred, right? Less or it, it, in, in big league sports, North America, it'd be around the one twenty mark, something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. So there's there's not a whole bunch up for grabs, right? Anyway, I said I'm going to read this. Finally, someone's going to tell me why they're doing it. And in the end, you know what it was, Steve? The big what? reveal. What? They're doing it for the money. <laughs> this wow. chick sucked me in for about a about a four minute read uh to do it. You know, Snoop Dogg, The Weekend, Ryan Reynolds. So um Ooh, no. they're saying one there there was another transfer. There's another article in there about a guy buying a football club, Steve. Six six billion pounds. And the wow. and the pound and the pound is less than the dollar, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's less than the dollar, so six bill. It's um, totally bananas anyways, right now. And, and let me just clarify. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's phenomenal money. Wow, who yeah, knew? You heard it here first. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Now, one twenty, I throw that number out with the big four, right? As far as Canadians see it, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, and I look right. at that. So around a one twenty there, but you obviously have other things like pro soccer right now is becoming yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um. So where were we? Yeah, we're just uh, talking uh, Ryan Reynolds, and I think um, you know it's disappointing for sure. And uh, I don't necessarily think it's done because I think it was at the end of the day when you when you talk about the money thing. Obviously, that's the most obvious article I've ever heard of. But mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a land deal, right? I think everybody's mm-hmm. excited about the idea of being able to build not just the arena but some things around it. And uh, According to the ESPN report, suddenly, and by the way, May 15th is the final day for final bids in this whole process. And it's weird that this happens four days before. According to ESPN, the Reynolds group asked for a window of exclusivity to negotiate. It's like, well, there's five or six other businesses here that are groups that are interested in this thing. So in fairness, that doesn't seem like a very fair proposition to all. But that uh, apparently, according to ESPN and their sources, is the reason that they walked away. That may be why Remington walks away, because that's what they do. They're land developers. But it may be a case of 
okay, we're Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he's part of that, so he's out of the mix. There's nothing not, not to say you can't now cross the road and right. join with uh, another bidder or wait around until the winning bid comes up and come out of the weeds again and say, hey, uh, I'm still here and I'm still interested if you want. Right. Yeah. Let them go ahead and buy it. Yeah. And then you come along later and go like, like even, even uh, I know, I know Billy Comrie, Stevie bought part of the Chicago Cubs, you know, of the of brick, brick fame, you know, like a, a very small percentage, I think. And uh, I, I think he did it later. Like it wasn't a change of ownership. He just came along and went, okay, I want to park some dough somewhere. I'll buy, I'll buy a little chunk, you know? Yeah. Here, here's the thing, Steve, about that ownership that everyone is, uh, even the mayor, the new mayor, uh, Mark Sutcliffe, is saying this will be unbelievable for the city if 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 these owners are in the limelight, mm-hmm. okay? And that'll increase, you know, there was some other talk about what it'll do for social media and and having Ryan Reynolds' social media and all. Here's what Here's what I think it'll do for ownership, Steve, having celebrities own your team. Nothing. Nothing. It'll do nothing different than if if Steve Warren bought the team, or or if if Rogers bought the team, uh, or other corporations bought the team compared to Ryan Reynolds, Steve. And there's lots of there's lots of sports teams out there, Steve, where where well known guys have got their hand in it. Okay, and do you know who they are? Nah, no, nah. You know, no, Pat, I think, I think Patrick re- Mahomes buying some of the Kansas City Royals is it, like. I, I don't care. It doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to start tuning into the Kansas City Royals, right? Because yeah. of Patrick Mahomes, you know? Well, this is Mar- why I was... Mario Lemieux, is- right? Owns, owns Pittsburgh. Does it yeah. does it change anything no. for me in Pittsburgh? Does it change anything in Pittsburgh? I, I don't think so, you know? Well, this is why I was cheering so much for Ryan Reynolds. Not because he's charismatic and he's a movie star. Uh, because if that's all he was, then yeah, I'd, I'd be agreeing with you across the board with the athletes you've already named with the celebrities like Snoop and, uh, and, and the weekend, right. I put them all with those guys. What, what, what makes him different? Not only is he from here or did some growing up here and, and likes the city and everything, but he's got that welcome to Wrexham thing that you, you know, you talk about right. I mean, that that's the celebrity factor. He takes it to a, another level in that he is such a savvy marketer. You know, we've, he's not just putting stuff out on Twitter. Like uh, I like the smell of freshly mown grass. Right. There's one from our history, right? <laughs> yes, good one. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. He's not putting stuff like that. He's doing really compelling, funny, interesting stuff that is promoting the brands that he's a part of, whether it's Mint Mobile or whether mm-hmm. it's uh, Aviation Gin and all the other th- stuff he does. And the welcome to Wrexham thing, that would have really made the Ottawa Senators a hot product. Like right. if that if if they do a welcome to Wrexham and it could still happen, he could still resurface with one of the other groups. If we do welcome to Ottawa with the construction of a right. team and, and a building of a, a you know a, a basically a part of a little village almost downtown, but building the arena, getting the team from you know rags to riches. If if Ottawa becomes another Wrexham, I mean think about people how many fans outside of Ottawa, people buying the merch, all of that stuff. It's uh. That's why Ryan Reynolds is way, way above most of the average celebrities we've been talking. Yeah, about. and I get when Snoop steps on stage and wears. His, I think he did actually. Some wearing an Ottawa Senators jersey, maybe over the years. I don't know, right? Where no. they throw a jersey on. The other thing, though, Stevie, I guess is will when I say it, it, it to me anyway, it makes no difference who owns my team. It really, it really doesn't. Yeah. However, we're we're in these we're in these wickedly fast changing times. Yeah, that. 
that no one knows what's going on with social media. Look at, look at uh, Elon Musk, okay? How, you know, just the fact that the guy went and bought Twitter, okay? Forget his whole take on, like he borders on, you know, free speech, but, but I saw an interview with him. He's going, well, some of the stuff may be slightly sexist. And, and he goes, okay, so it's slightly sexist, right? And yeah. anyway, Twitter is Twitter, you know, it's like it, it needed to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but... But there's a case, I guess, where this guy bought it, and 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 that's what he's going to do. Yeah. The the thing I don't understand, Stephen, I can't keep up with is what's going to happen with social media, right? The Live Golf Tour, for example, Steve. Everyone's going. Well, they'll never get a network deal, all that shit, right? They'll never get. You know, no one's going to watch it in America. And those guys just went. There's a little thing called streaming. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we don't get ABC and NBC in China or in Europe. Yeah. Or, you know, other parts of Asia or in India or Australia. Okay. But everyone has a laptop. Okay. Everybody, everyone has a phone. And now you're going to be able to watch live anywhere, anytime around the world. And, and people didn't think of that at first, you know, I didn't hear much of that at first. Yeah. Whether it's going to happen. Sorry. I was just saying, I mean, not, not to change topics, but it may be available, but I still haven't watched maybe, I may have watched a highlight pack accidentally, but I've I've never thought once. Yeah, I hear they're streaming. I'm going to tune that in. I just I just still have not embraced it. Have you? Well, here's the problem with it, Steve. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like pointing the finger at each other, you know, with the live and the PGA, right? And they're going. Uh, so there was a there was a bunch written, Steve, about the tournament, the P, the event at the PGA last weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I even forget who won. And that's the point of this story is right. someone wrote a, a piece saying, uh, there it is. The, the, the effect that we thought live might have, and this is the first time we've seen it an absolutely totally hundred percent uninteresting, unriveting PGA event that happened. Right. So there's that, right? So lives pointing, I'm going, see, no one's interested in your thing. But the PGA can point right back at them, Stevie, like like you are, saying, I don't I'm looking right back at you. So you got Dustin and a couple of guys and 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 uh what's his face? Um the British guys come over now. Um ta, 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 ta. Uh, stand down, Steve. The British um, guys. Um yeah, well who do um, yeah, we get the whole I could think of like Louis Ustice is over West, there. Lee Westwood yeah, West, is there. Westwood, that's it. Yeah. So so the, the the new guys Lee Westwood right and the PJ's going yeah not you know so what eh? but right. but and and even they're saying Steve you know Rory McIlroy who's the the biggest opponent of this thing someone said dude you left the European tour to go to the PGA so shut up about guys leaving the PGA to go right. somewhere else but I think it's I, I think it's just everyone looking at each other going right now going okay we're not that great but we're not that bad right you know and yeah. You know what I mean, Steve? I, I'm, yeah, and I, I'm think, I, I think I think I only look a, it up online to see what the results are. Yeah, I think there's uh you know there's the the difference there, and easy to shoot back is the uh, last I checked, the European tour wasn't being backed with sketchy funding from the uh, Saudi Arabia government, which has got some major human rights violations in uh, in their past, and that's why they part of why they put the Live Golf Tour together to try and repair their image across the world, even though they've got some pretty awful true. 
things going on there. So that's a little different. Uh, that's that's probably how I would have pushed back on Greg Norman with that statement about uh, about Rory leaving the European tour. But he still plays there once in a while. It's not like he's you know banded or anything like that. He's just come here. I think it's just bigger money and purses and all that stuff and more fame. And um, yeah, I mean we see it all over the place. If James, you're, James Corden like comes it, over here from England to uh, to host a late night talk show, you yeah. see it all the time. He just turned down fifty million. I heard. Really, James Corden, he's, wow. he's moving out. Yeah, he's going to quit that show and go back back home. Bad um, example, then. <laughs> yeah, but but Stevie, the the live golf guys buying that tour, putting that tour on, and spending you know half a billion in prize money or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like Bill Gates, Steve buying a restaurant. You know, and everyone will go on. Okay, well, he's bulletproof. Okay, yeah. so so he bought so he bought a restaurant. You know, and and he's trying to you know he's trying to get all other restaurants, Stevie. You know, to come on board with his company. Everyone's looking at it, well, who cares? Bill Gates has got you know mm-hmm. he's got a buck or two. You know, and and I kind of look at the live thing like that too. Going, what are they doing? What's their end game? Right. You know, and and I think to your point. Um, is that they they want to be accepted on the world stage, right? The Middle right. East. They want to be they want to be a good guy, right? They want to try and fix that. It's certainly not to make money. It can't be. Right. How much fucking money do you want? Yeah. You know? All right. Let's close it out today with this. Have you seen Canada's passports? Have you seen the changes that they've made to them? Like we've got a pretty cool looking passport right now. The pages feature things like the Stanley Cup. You got Terry Fox in there. You've got Parliament right. Center Block. You've got the last spike going into the Canadian Pacific Railway. Now you've got a new passport that eliminates all of that, including Terry Fox. Now the new passport is, I don't know, it looks like something that was designed by a grade five class. You've got animals with bears and owls and kids jumping into a lake. And uh, the government saying that a complete change in the theme was necessary to improve the passport's security it makes it much harder to counterfeit. But uh, I think that uh, you could probably have just changed the existing images around a little bit. I guess the deal is if you maintain the same images for a significant period of time for the counterfeiters to abuse the document and to produce fakes becomes that much easier. All you have to do is take the existing images and make them a little different. That's all. Anyway, this is what they've decided on. And uh Everybody's pretty upset about it. Like I, I social media, I'm like, is this the worst thing in the world? Is this the thing that you're most worried about? But I, you know, I, have they cured hunger? Have they cured homelessness? Is is climate change now under control? Are we all going to survive forever? Is that all taken care of? But at the same time, I do admit they uh, the new passport is pretty pretty lame. I, I don't know, Steve. Uh, mine got confiscated uh, when I was going through security <laughs> uh, back in my blurry days, Steve. Oh, and uh, they make you take your jacket off, right? Mm-hmm. When you're going yeah. through security, uh, and uh, it was like custom security. I forget, and yeah. and there was a pretty hot, pretty pretty good looking customs agent, Steve. Uh, huh. You know, and they're checking the passport, and I said, "Hey, how about you take your jacket off?" Yeah, all right, yeah, a little go, pat down, baby. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not. To, don't mess around, Steve, when you're going through customs. Okay. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. I almost got uh, roughhoused in Barbados. Uh, Jean Beliveau, the great Jean Beliveau, right in front of me. And uh, he was dealing, I think, with uh, with esophageal cancer or something like right. that. And uh, he needed to have water with him 
uh, on the plane, but you know, the whole deal, you can't bring a bottle of water on the plane. It's right, just the way right, it is right. right now. And he's just asking for an exception. But the way this guy was talking to him at security, I'm like, this is Jean Belleville. You don't talk to Jean Belleville that right. way. I wanted to get into it with him, but then I said, mm, no, no, I'd rather not uh, miss my plane because uh, they'll hold you up and make you miss your plane. Even if you're the most innocent character in the world. Anyway, they will. Yeah. I think they're doing it, Steve, like with the lame, Pictures of wilderness and all this shit. I think they're doing it for, apparently it makes the security a little tougher. Maybe, maybe uh, forging passports, Steve. I think it's, it's, that's, that's what I heard, but. Did you hear that from me like two minutes ago or was I, was I your source on, was I your source on that? Yes. I thought so. The listeners are going, what are you, you're not listening to Steve at all, Jim. Come on. I was. I thought maybe you said something, you know. But uh, uh, anyway, um, God bless the children because it looks like they did the passport. I was just looking yeah. at it. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, no big deal though. It's not the end of the world. Let us take right. our leave though. Thank you for being with us today, ladies and gentlemen. We do have a website. It's a little website. We don't do a lot with it. We should do more with it. Uh, we'll put. We're going to put more uh, video up there. That's what we'll do. Um, but uh, it is the website of stevewproject.com. Check that out. Uh, you can find out about uh, the two of us, about the show and the history of it all, and uh, that's where you can go. James? You know what, Steve? Yes? You know what, Steve? Let's get rid of customs. <laughs> Sounds okay. like a Let's- terrible idea. No, it's a good idea, Steve. They've got airport security now, right, which you go through first. Okay, if you're carrying weapons, you're going to get caught, okay? Uh, so the only thing customs, Steve, I've filled out those forms tons of times, okay? Mm-hmm. I've traveled back and forth to the States tons mm-hmm. and tons of times. And the only thing of that form all the time, Steve, is, do you have any fruit? Right. Why? No, I don't. Okay, you're good to go. Yeah, they're super worried about do, that produce coming in fruit, from another country. Steve, do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any fruit? Yeah. Have you answered no to all these things, Steve? That that would never get you through security in the first yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Okay. We got to just get rid of it. And the way they word the questions, I'm like, am I supposed to say no or yes here? The way they worded it, it's just so odd and weird. I'm I'm all for getting rid of that part of it, no doubt. But that whole thing yeah, about the way, you know the way they do those forms, Steve, and they ask you questions and answer yes or no. It's just kind of weird. They should get rid of. Did you just say that, <laughs> Stevie? Closer to home before we go. Okay. I don't think I mentioned this. My brother Paul uh, has got a daughter Emma, and uh, Emma is engaged to Ben Hutton. Who NHL is not player. dressing, but is with the Vegas Knights. Very so, cool. Yeah. Played for the Leafs for a bit, played for uh, the Canucks for a bit, and he's from Prescott, lovely Prescott, Ontario. Yeah. And uh, and I know him most famously for, I don't know, I think it was a Canucks event. One of those deals where the Canuck players get on stage and the microphone, everybody's having a good time, and yeah. karaoke breaks out, and he sang Barbie Girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. I. This might be a little shallow, but I've been texting my niece, Emma, uh-huh. uh, going, look at, let's just, what you're going to do is move the date back of the wedding for every game that this guy does not dress. Right, right. <laughs> you don't want to marry an NHL in the first place, but yeah. you don't want to marry one who's not dressing. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, let's get out of there. Okay. Stop it. Uh, we'll take our leave. Uh, no North Stars joke for you, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll talk what? to you. Yes, that's right. It's over. It's over. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, everybody. You're safe. Shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>